0: Welcome to another episode of War Stories. I'm Tom. I'm Chuck. And here, <laughs> the man himself. No, just kidding. <laughs> And it's John. Yeah. I'm well, back. uh for those of you who we do not want to give it up. We didn't want to give uh too much away, but uh when Chuck said he was going to visit family, he was talking about coming up and visiting us. And so for the first time in god, probably at least a year and a half, it's long time. the three of us together in person.
1: Yes, last time I think I saw John was at the uh at my wedding when he was the best man in uh in my wedding. It still brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> My touching speech. It, did, it was a great speech. I do have to say, it brought tears to my eyes. I was very thankful. I was very happy, um, and I told myself I wasn't going to cry, and uh, I didn't, except for a couple tears. But uh, it was it was good. It was it was a good time. And he even gave me a pair of hooks. Oh yeah! And handcuffed me.
0: Fuzzy ones with
1: my new wife. No, <laughs> <laughs> straight up dirty ones that he used on some suspects. Nice. <laughs>
0: and uh for those of you who have listened to the show we had our our buddy chris on and uh when chris and i found out we lived right down the street from each other we we live stumbling distance from each other like if one of us gets you know a little too uh a little too enjoyable we can uh, we can stumble to each other's homes or have our wives so, we Chris donated his man cave, which is it's quite the man cave.
2: Yeah, it's pretty badass. This is an amazing place.
0: So, uh thanks Chris, we appreciate it and, you know, thanks for coming back on and letting us use your care, use your bar. So, uh we thought we'd have a have a nice episode of like a reunion in person. And, uh, do your listeners even know who I am anymore? (laughs) Yeah, of course they do. I've been gone so long. They still, they still, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So tell us who you are and how you got into law enforcement. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, well, so catch everybody up on, on where you've been and what's, what's been going on with you, man. I mean, you, you were not in
2: California anymore. You are officially, I'm officially, uh, not a resident of California anymore. That is for sure. Right. Um, Idahoian or something? Idahoan. Idahoan? Idahoan. You be hoan. <laughs> it's official when you have your driver's license in Idaho. Yeah, if Idaho, who to pimp? Um, yeah. So uh, I think there was a few episodes that uh, I was on probably towards the end before um, I had walked away for a bit um, where we were kind of deciding, like, we're, we're leaving. We're, we're going to get out. Right. So I had some family stuff going on. Um, and some work stuff going and on. And some work stuff going on. <laughs> uh had to wrap up uh some work stuff that that was happening which is what I think we're going to talk about today and then um once that was pretty much wrapped up not quite wrapped up but pretty much wrapped up um we decided enough was enough in uh California and we bounced yeah so now
0: you're a cop in uh an unnamed agency in North Idaho That's right Uh one of the things that I I was going to I forgot about that we never got to talk about this we 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 talked about talking about it mm. but Let's go back a little bit because you were going to talk about this before you left and you were going to talk about this before, before all the shit went down with covid stuff. So I want to I want to talk about the 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 driveway fight. Oh, <laughs> right? Was that the Donnie Brook that that is that that party that? We, yeah, the one I pretty hate. much got knocked out at. Yeah. <laughs> so we we talked about because that happened yeah. while we were doing the show, and you were yeah. like, I got you know, even show, you're like I got into some shit. That I case can't talk was still pending. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about that
2: one real quick. Okay. First. Um, well, just so you guys know, um, if you want to look it up on YouTube, go ahead. Uh, if you put in San Fernando PD, uh, you put in San Fernando PD fight, um, it it'll pop up. It's probably the first one that pops up. It was all over the news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I know, but a lot of people don't know, you know, San Fernando is California. But, um, man, in a nutshell, uh, just a typical party call. Um, I went to by myself the first time um, and just, hey, shut this shit down. You know, it's enough's enough. They're like, no problem. And I leave. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So if you want to look it up, um, go on YouTube, put in San Fernando PD uh, fight. It'll pop up. It's, it's, I think like the picture that's on the screen before you play the video is like a, looks like a garage with a bunch of people standing in front of it. It's night. It's nighttime. Yeah. yeah it's nighttime. Um, it's all over the so, and I'm actually really excited. I get to talk about a little bit about this because I get to talk shit about LAPD. I get to talk shit about <laughs> San Fernando PD. Now that I, you know, now that I got nothing to do with them anymore. Um, and when I mean talk shit, I mean, you know, not, not the actual people I worked with, you know, just some, no the policies yeah. and the procedures. Um, and Yeah. So um so anyways uh you know I went to a house uh, on a party call I was by, I was by myself originally um met someone in the front said hey you got to shut the party down they're like hey no problem we'll do it and then maybe like 2 hours later I got another call uh, I showed up there with uh another officer um and then this time the homeowner who actually was a uh LA Unified School District teacher uh approached me in the driveway
0: Wait, I missed that part of the the owner of the home was that mm-hmm. L.A. school teacher.
2: Los Angeles Unified School Teacher. We yeah. know they don't give that's, a fuck. That says yeah. a lot. So she, so she walks out. She motherfucks me as <laughs> she's walking out down the driveway. As teachers often do to police. Correct, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and gets pretty much right in my face and puts her hand on my chest and basically is telling me that I can go fuck myself. So I push her, and I told her if she fucking touches me again, I was going to kick her ass. And that's basically what was about to happen boyfriend now comes outside and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to take her inside. We're shutting it down. We're shutting it down. I'm like, dude, if I come back, we're going to have some fucking issues. Now, before we get to the third call for service, San Fernando at, you know, this time, you know, it's a small city and we only had, uh, myself, three other officers and a sergeant. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, there was only one, two, three, four, I think it was four or five of us on shift that night. And there was about 20 to 30 people at this party. So, anyways, um, another hour later, we get another call. So I just asked everybody to respond, and we were just going to shut it down. Um, so everybody shows up. Everybody was confrontational um, this time, and we're kind of on the side of the house. So we're not—we're in the driveway, but we're on the side of the house, and then the maybe 50 feet further, you're in the backyard. Um, whole family is—you know—they're motherfucking us, or whatever. I—I um, I put out a backup. Um from LA for LAPD to start responding because we were just going to start right San Fernando when you up. say
0: it's small we're talking a and couple two point, square miles 2.6 square miles yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2.6 miles of, of the
2: fucking shithole yeah, yeah yeah
0: shit it was heads. the worst of the hood of the it was like ultra compressed everyone's just on ghetto. top of each other yeah. yeah so um the whole city is it's the like south, like south
1: if you were to take Pacoima shove it together and then sprinkle in a bunch
2: more from Sylmar <laughs> yeah <right>. from Silmar, <laughs> right. that is San Fernando yeah um So anyways, uh, yeah, so I, you know, obviously it was going south really quick. So I requested a backup from LAPD. They put that backup out and we're kind of standing in this like half ass skirmish line. And you know, there's, like I said, four or five of us. And, um, randomly some dude kind of steps through the crowd and throws a bottle and hits, uh, one of my partners right under the chin, kind of in his throat, chest area or whatever. And, um, I love him to death. I won't say his name, but uh, <laughs> he's a really big dude. The guy that got hit with the bottle, and he would have no issues going through a crowd of people at all. And so it kind of took us a second to be like, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. Like, we'll, don't kill anybody. Yeah, just, we're just... gonna. We see him. We know who it is. We're gonna wait for LAPD to get here, and then we'll go get him. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but as soon as that did happen, um, I was standing closest to the house. So this dude runs back, and so we lose him. We lose sight of him. And it couldn't have been more than 30 seconds, 30 to 45 seconds later, I had just heard something off my right side. And, you know, you talk about making mistakes and officer awareness and all this other shit. You got a million things going on. There was a side door that was that I was standing next to. Well, this dumbass comes out of the side door and just sucker punched me right in the side of the head. Um, and then I didn't get totally knocked out. Like I, It was like, you know, when you get like... Um, Get your like, bell rung. See get stars. Yeah, your bell rung. You see black for a second, right, right. Or whatever. A little bit dazed. Yeah, dazed. Um, so I kind of like I, I'm out, but come to like super fast, and I'm on the ground with him, and I'm fighting. I'm, me and him are just going at it on the ground, and I feel like I'm getting like lumped in the, in my side from the family members like kicking me and trying to pull me off. Obviously, my partner surrounded us, and they he, they straight pulled me off of him. and then we kind of stood up again. At this point, I had enough. I knew LAPD was on the way, and I had enough. How many cops versus how many people? Um, well, like I said, there's four or five of us and there was at least 20 to 30 people there. Um, so I had enough. I actually started running down the driveway to go get my shotgun, my less lethal shotgun. And I was just going to start pumping rounds into the crowd. Hopefully they're just all going to go inside and then we're still going to wait for LAPD to get here, but at (laughs) least maybe the rounds will get everyone under control. Right. I made it about halfway down and I looked behind. I mean, and it, all my partners were in separate fights, all of them. So I didn't go to the car. I just turned around and then went running right back in. Um, and, uh, that's a straight up help call. Yeah. So it turned into a help call really fast. Um, so there were, so we're all in these separate fights. Um, I see one of my partners and this was the hard part, I guess for me in the beginning was I, I literally see one of my partners who's the big dude, like manhandling the shit out of two guys. I'm like, all right, cool. He's solid. I see one, another officer, um, basically being bear hugged and shoved into a garage. And then I see another female officer who was actually my normal partner. Most of the time, she's getting held down and just getting kicked in the face. Oh Jesus. So, um, out of all three, I obviously chose her cause she's on the ground getting kicked in the face. Yeah. Um, and as I go running up, I actually unholstered my gun and I was going to contact sh- shoot the first dude on top of her to rip him off. Um,
1: well yeah, that's a that's a lethal yeah. situation. That's deadly force right there. Right. Yeah, we were definitely a lethal force. Yeah. yeah for I sure. mean, that's for sure.
2: Um so I maybe made it three or four steps away from him and the big dude, uh big officer, comes in with a straight stick and just fucking cleans house. This <laughs> dude. So he saved his fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> so he cleans house. I holster my gun. The second I holster my gun, boom, I'm in another fight and I get hit in the face again. Um so it's kind of hard to explain because you have, like, all these little separate fights going on all at the same time. It's like a mini riot. Like a mini yeah, riot. for sure. And you know what, though? In the end, I got to give them a, a little bit of credit because they never picked up any weapons. They never tried to take our guns. They never tried to do anything. Like, it was just straight fists. Now, granted, you shouldn't be fighting the fucking police, but at least they were just fighting,
0: That's at a, least, it's right? It's old-fashioned Tommy Right, cause Yeah.
1: at one point they probably could have gotten an officer's gun especially a female
2: on the ground getting kicked to, to yeah shit. easily and you know what and the thing is is that it, when i replayed it if i hadn't have gotten my gun in my holster right before i got hit in the face
0: it would have gone flying yeah, oh, yeah for, you know that they sure. would had a gun yeah
2: you know um and i nobody wanted to bring a gun out in that situation so so anyways uh you, you have all these fights going on um the next thing i kind of know or i kind of coming to a little bit uh with a little bit of awareness cuz things are now starting to I don't want to say die down but it's not as violent I guess you could say <laughs> um
0: and uh it's weird how we qualify things like that in police work. Yeah. It's it's violent. It's just not as violent.
2: Yeah, like so like I got there's one guy we had one guy on the ground in cuffs uh you know an officer had him down and then and then I had just got done fighting someone off and then I realized um, we're missing two people. We're missing you know, the big officer and, and my partner, my female partner. And I hear screaming coming from inside the house. Uh-oh. And I'm like, how the hell did this just happen? So I looked at, uh, the officer that was outside and I'm like, are you good? Cause by this time we noticed that it was kids and like old people outside. They were motherfucking us, but no, they weren't fighting. Right. Um, with homeboy on the ground, you know, in custody. Like, are you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go inside. So as I'm running down the driveway to get into the side door boyfriend is in the do- The first boyfriend that said he was going to shut the party down, puts his hands up in the door. He's like, fuck that. You're not coming in. Yeah. So mm, let me Spartan tell you about kick. how that's no, wrong. He ate my flashlight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He ate my flashlight right to his fucking head, it. right to his head. So he goes down right in the, right in the, cause I think, I'm, you know, I'm thinking my partners are getting their asses handed them inside. Right. So he goes down, Right about that time, LAPD is running up the driveway. So they're showing up. Oh, now. yeah, Help us here. Yeah.
1: Was it one of those LAPD-approved plastic flash?
2: Oh, no. I had the OG. Oh, the OG mag Nice.
1: Yeah. It yeah, was my dad he he from, the, after, from the early 90s. Yeah. Nice. Great yeah. halogen, but it's a...
0: Yeah, that guy got it. Was that the SL20s? Uh, the yeah, those the, yeah, those are the big yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, um, I, I still have mine. It doesn't work. I mean, it works for a club. Well, like I said in the video,
2: it's very clear. You could tell who got hit with a flashlight. It's very clear in the videos. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, anyways, I go inside and kind of had to find my way through a little bit of people, not too much. Um, and then I end up in this little hallway with a bathroom door. And uh, you got two... Both my, both my partners are there trying to get in the door and they can't. And the reason they can't get in the door is because the bathroom was so small that the guy had sat, sat down. His feet are up against the wall. And his back's up against the door. So the door's not budging. It's just not budging. And they're telling me that's the dude that fucking hits you. And I'm like okay. Well that's also the same dude that threw the fucking bottle. So um, so anyways. We're trying to break it in. We're trying to break it in. It's just it's like the door's like bending. It's just an old fucked up hood door. Whatever. Um, now LAPD has flooded the area. I mean. I mean. There are so many cops there at this point. It's ridiculous. So there's LAPD outside. There's LAPD on the inside and they're all lining up. So as they're lining up, just so you know, we're taking a picture. Okay. And we're going to continue. Um, so we're so they're all lining up. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and, and also we got to remember also by this time we're fucking tired. We're done. We're fucking done. So, yeah, you, four or five cops against 20 or 30 so from the time drunk so, ass. So from the time <laughs> it started, like from the time I got hit, like in the head, to the time LAPD showed up was almost two minutes.
1: That's a long time. It was a
2: long time. Yeah. It was a long time. Um, And honestly, in
0: my opinion, that took way too fucking long for them to get there, but whatever. Um. Well, okay. So let's, let's also discuss that the city of San Fernando, again, two and a half mile, two and a half square, just mm-hmm. under two and a half square miles. Completely surrounded on all sides by LAPD. LAPD. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you have mission and
0: foot so right there. So yeah. if you fart, you'll miss it.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, and, and you know the thing is too. Like I understand things take time. Like you sure. dispatch and you know whatever, getting all the right information out and getting the right address out and like you know whatever. Um. So, anyways, we're you know we're trying to break in this door. They're really tired, so I'm like, hey, move. I'm going to try. So I'm trying, and then I realize, okay, I, I can't, I, but I can get it open enough to see how he's sitting in the doorway, right? Right. Well, LAPD's behind behind us, and I didn't have a taser. Um, The other two officers, their tasers were gone. So I look, and I go, hey, man, give me your taser. And he's like, what? And I'm like, give me your fucking taser. He's like, no. And I'm like, right. what huh. do you mean no? Give me your fucking taser. He's like, I know, but w- wait, what do you have? And I go, Get the fuck out of this house. Get the fuck out. I'm mean, like, give me the taser have? or get the fuck out. It's a help and he's, call and there's
1: fighting going on.
2: And he's looking at me like, like I'm the idiot, right? Right? And so I go, all right, fine, fuck it. So I get the door open enough. I get my flashlight in the door, and I'm talking to the guy. And I'm like, hey man, like just, just open the door, dude. Like it's all good. He's like, no, fuck that. But you're, gonna you're, you're gonna tase me. You're gonna tase me. And I'm like, dude, look, I don't even got a taser, man. <laughs> I'm like, it's over. It's over. Just relax. I'm going to take my flashlight out of the door. I need you to get on your knees and we're, we're done. Okay. Just don't tase me. No problem.
3: <laughs> don't tase so I me, move my bro. flashlight.
2: I open the door. He, and then he, he tried to fight you again. And then he the tried, car tried car to fight
0: of again. They're always going to try and fight. They're always going to try it's and it's over, and fight. right? Yeah, it's over. It's peaceful. You're, okay. You open the door. So, so, now, you, fight's on.
2: so now I have myself, my female partner and this dude going at it in the bathroom. Oh God. And, uh, you know, obviously, in the end, he lost. Um,
0: here's
1: here's what grinds my gears. Here's what pisses me off. When you are calling for mutual aid, you've already
2: been in um, a, a deadly force scenario where no. A female... Actually, I asked for a backup from LAPD prior to even going to South because I knew it was going to go South. Right. But then, when the help call
1: happens, because you're you're you have a female officer on the ground, just getting the getting kicked, and it's turning into a deadly force situation. Uh, you have multiple battery on POs, ADW on POs. What what really pisses me off is that. As police officers, when you come to a scene, regardless if it's mutual aid or neighboring division um, or or whatever, or other officers in your area or in your agency, and you get there and they're fighting, you shouldn't be asking, what do you, what do have? you have? What What is your probable cause? What is this? You, you should have enough knowledge right. as a fucking police officer to know, hey, officers are fighting. There's multiple batteries on POs. There's plenty enough probable cause and... To, to to detain people to arrest people to to if they're fighting cops okay you're you're going to get into a fight you have to have enough knowledge as a police officer to know this shit it doesn't matter if it's different agency it doesn't matter if it's a neighboring division it doesn't matter if it's other people in your agency as a as a experienced police officer these are things that you should fucking know, and the sad thing is, is it's going by the wayside because there's too many cops that are scared of their own fucking shadow
0: and are scared They're to scared do of shit. Scared of their own fucking agency. Th- yeah. They are, that's, but because that's the thing. You're right. Cops should show up and have enough faith in the other cops and say, "Okay, I can clearly see some shits going on. I have enough faith in these cops. They're doing the right thing." They Besides us being all lumped right up, way. sweaty, right. shit yeah. missing. Exactly. I mean, it's not like we were just so in a just fight. you just jump anything. in yeah. and you get in the fight, and and then, God forbid. The cops who started it all didn't have probable cause, didn't have enough. They didn't have... When you got there, there was enough. That's all that matters. So from the time you got there is what they judge you on, theoretically. Yeah. Which would be why, for me, I would just jump in and be like, from the time I got there, this is what I had, and so I jumped in. And it's articulation. And it's articulation. But so many cops are... Inexperience. Their own inexperience and they're afraid of their own agency because they they know yeah. their own agency is going to say, "I don't care what you saw when you got there. Why didn't you stop and ask? What do you have? You, you don't fucking ask that.
1: I see, I see officers fighting. You can articulate that, but there's the sad thing is there's so many fucking
0: cops. Oh, wait, it,
2: they're it, getting hired that it, are stupid. It gets better. Uh, so yeah, obviously <laughs> it does
0: get better. So obviously, I know story.
2: you got myself and my female partner. Calling, them, calling the LAPD officer a pussy, fucking bitch, get the fuck out of the house. I mean, it's all on camera. It's all on their body camera, right? And they're all like, and we're like no, dude, we don't give a fuck about your body camera. <laughs> fuck you. Like, you're in our city. And um, afterward, uh, we found out that the that their captains had come down and they had a meeting with our chief and wanted us fucking taking days and getting right up. That's bullshit. For the way we acted while we were there how about the way that your officers acted for not acting
1: accordingly uh with other officers getting get kicked out of them in fights what would they have done would you would they have been able to sleep at night if an officer got you know seriously injured was ended up in the ICU or god forbid dead i think I they sleep would like I, that. I
0: think they could sleep at night i think they w- those kinds of pussy cops could sleep at night i couldn't Pussy but cops. I think they could. And yeah, and but... Captain LaDouche comes down and talks to your chief and says, I want those officers to take days. And I'm sure your chief said, well, unfortunately, your officers were in fact being pussies. I'm sure he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. He had,
2: his, he had his issues, but at least he was, you know, but he came from an old time. You know, he did 30 years in San Fernando. So, yeah. you know, he was definitely in, a, in an old school mentality, which worked in our favor in this scenario. Um, there was, you know, you know, there were some things that were caught on video. You know that you know we got pulled into an office about, and, and he was just kind of like, "Hey, I guess shit happens. You know, shit happens, but you guys just got to be careful." You Heat of the it. moment. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll be careful. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways,
0: so yeah. I I look at that moment to me, and I don't know how you look at it, but I'll ask you. I kind of look at that moment because I was I we were doing the show, we had to postpone stuff. Like, I, you 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 hit me up. You are like, dude. Well, yeah, we all went to the emergency room right. with concussions. And, so, yeah. so, like, we had episodes scheduled and stuff. Like, we had to rearrange our schedule around John's fucking concussion. And, like, we were going to. So I remember all this stuff going on, I, you know, because let's face it. I, we've been doing this show since before, uh, you know, we started with you when you were on a different agency than San Fernando. Mm-hmm. And then you lateraled San Fernando while we were doing the show. Yeah. So I kind of saw that whole journey at San Fernando, you know, for, as an outside observer. And I saw that as a turning point for you in that it seemed like a lot of things went downhill, not, 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 I guess, for you, but in your mind or in, in your mindset of that moment was like with LAPD and seeing like how terrible their response was and then subsequent yeah we're, we're going to get to the the last straw the straw that broke the camel's back but it seems like it was a six, a series of events that starts kind of at that point with are you fucking kidding me?
2: Uh yeah. Yeah, I think uh I mean, I, you know, I, I think at some point in everyone's career and some people see it a lot and some people maybe see it once, you know, everybody meets the boogeyman I feel like at some point. Um yeah. and that was and not that I hadn't before then. But that was definitely one of the ones where I will, you know, you kind of just sit back and it scares you when you mm. think about it because of how it could have gone. Right. That's that's the scary part of how it could have gone. Um. So, um, you know, but that's also, I think, part of maturing. Also, in the law enforcement world, you get into yeah. situations like that, and you know, you don't you don't look at situations the same anymore. You know, I have never walked up another fucking driveway on a party call ever again. Mm-hmm. Ever. You, you know what the the I crazy the crazy thing is is that this whole
1: thing of there there's a lot of Especially on bigger agencies, coppers that shouldn't be cops and will actually turn away from foot pursuits, backups. Um, I hope to God not help calls, but I have seen with my own eyes police cars turn around mm-hmm. because they're like, I don't want to get involved, there's enough already there, I'm gonna leave. If you if someone's calling for a backup, they're in a foot pursuit or they need help, just fucking go. Right. And if you get in the mix, you get in the mix. If you don't, you don't. But it's better to be there than not be there cuz what if something critical goes down? You know, and and I and I see this this is this fucking new mentality of, "Well, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to." No, 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 stop it. You need to know and have the faith in yourself, have the experience, have the knowledge. And a lot of that's coming down because they're not being trained properly. They're 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 not retaining this information and they're not getting shit canned on
0: probation oh dude it's 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 the it's, hiring, it's the it's the background process it's the psychological screening process it's gonna get people it's killed it's it it already i would argue yeah, it I mean, already it is it getting. Has. there's a lot
2: of other states now getting good cops
0: yeah yeah and, and it's, it's
2: gonna and get and worse. congratulations to
0: the other 48 states yeah. <laughs> 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 because and, new york and california and the crazy thing is is i've worked with a, a bunch of
1: really good solid cops but then i have seen shitty cops and I'm like how are you still here how are you not like a barista somewhere else like h- how how are you doing this job like you're not made for this job you shouldn't be doing this job you're you're a risk you're an officer safety issue
0: and it, and it blows my a, mind
2: because they're a yes man
1: but see that's exactly
0: you know that's we what we talked about with uh with the uh, the Australia cop with Lucy Oh yeah. was trusting your partners and having your partners do something that kind of shakes you to your core where you're like oh my god I don't know if I can I don't she don't can't I, trust some of those yeah, people. Right. And it's the same way. And I, I and, and I don't know uh on your agency
1: at, at San Francisco if it was like that, but I know for me at the agency that I'm with that there are officers who I don't feel comfortable with in a car with. I don't feel comfortable getting into a situation. I don't really want them rolling to my shit because I don't feel like that they would that they are gonna have anyone's back. I think they're gonna have their own their own back and they're gonna bail. And and it's sad yeah. because I've been in situations where, you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of other cops have where they've been in a shooting or a critical incident where there were cops who just stood and watched and didn't do anything. I don't know if it's, they froze, they were shell shocked, but if you have a handful of those cops at one of those scenes, that's a dangerous and deadly situation and a big officer safety issue. And it needs to happen. What needs to happen is there needs to be one, a tactical debrief and two, an ass screaming and three, a come to Jesus moment where you Should either you do the fucking job profession? or, or you get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah it yeah. is that question. Is this profession for you? Cause it's not for everybody no. and there's no shame in that, but do it before you get someone else killed and yeah. don't be rolling up to calls and be like, Hey dude, what do you got when you're fucking sweaty? You're bleeding. You're you're, you've already been punched in the face multiple fucking times. It is,
0: it is appalling. It is disgraceful to your brothers and sisters in blue. Well, we have sad. Have, we're going to, we're going to readdress this on a full episode. Cause we want to have that episode of, you know, seeing your partners do shit that kind of shakes you to your core where you're like, I Mm, I don't know. How, so, cause I, I, I break. Down, I break it down into two categories, right? Uh, I, I I thought about it this way as I was considering this after the last episode. You've got the kind of partners where you work with them and you talk shit with them in the car and you get to know them and you build a bond with them. And at one point, you look at them and go, "How the fuck did you pass the background?" <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? <clears throat> those are your Those like sometimes those are your closest like your closest brethren. And And then there's the other ones where you get to know them and you get to talking to them and you, you, you get to learn who they are and you go, how'd you pass the site? And they're not your closest brothers. They are not like, I would rather somebody who has a questionable background, but a solid ethic and a solid integrity and, and, and has life experience that, that really brought them to a place of, integrity and, and the ability to do the job and a mindset as opposed to somebody who maybe has a squeaky clean background, but god damn it, their badge is six feet tall and they're chicken shit and they, they should never have passed the psych in the first
1: place. Or probation mm-hmm. for that or matter. probation. There there are things that I've seen that I'm like, how the fuck are you not fired? And then next thing you know, you see him down the road, and they're a detective, they're a sergeant, you're like, what no, the dude.
0: fuck? That's the, that's the worst part, is the promotability
1: of these people. Okay. Uh, dude. I, you, and I know we've talked about that before. We have. Where there's there's coppers who are like, that dude deserves to get promoted, and he never get promoted. And that one time, that unicorn comes
0: out, and they get fucking
1: promoted, and you're like, he deserves to be there. Yeah, or, she if she that guy can get there.
0: promoted, there's still hope for this profession. Yeah, it's true. I, okay, so... I I'll, I'll, I was was going to save this story for our and, and we'll get to the yeah, the second mean. half but since we're on this topic I will I'll share you. I was going to save this for the some of the crazy shit you've seen your partners do. We had a we had a, an officer on our department and I'm not saying it was because she was female. I'm just letting you know she was female or is female as far as I know. How <laughs> dare you assume. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh the first incident that i was aware of we used to have this kind of thing where we, we you know we had 12s right so the 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 outgoing shift would show up to the station and the incoming shift would switch cars with people and you would you know hey can i take your car and if it was somebody you trusted and they drove the car and you you'd be like i'm taking his car cuz it's always clean it's always got gas mm-hmm. in it the the gears always set up properly and and you had your partners you know that you would like switch cars with voluntarily and it was good this girl uh my partner my buddy he was we we're working graves she's working days he she says hey you want you want to take my car cuz if he takes her car she doesn't have to gear it down hmm. so he says sure I'll take your car and uh I'm out checking my car over cuz even when you take it from a trusted officer you always check it you have to have to right and he's checking her car and he pulls a shotgun and I shit you not boys the rounds were in the tube backwards oh my god <laughs> how does it even fit it fits because it fits? they have to no the whole th- the, the, not in the chamber in the tube in the tube cuz yeah. the the, yeah. the whole round can go up the tube it's only the pinch clips that keep it in so she had loaded the rounds in the tube backwards Oh my god! Backwards, bro. <laughs> okay, that was the first one. What the second one was uh, about six months later. We were in briefing, and the watch commander says, "Hey, guess what? We just had range a month ago. It's time for a surprise weapons inspection." We didn't do. I mean, I know other agencies do legit inspections a lot of times before shift. We didn't. It was. I. I, I would have loved it if we had. It would have saved a lot of headaches. But we didn't. We just did once in a while. And the watch committer says a surprise inspection, you know, go clear your guns at the tube and bring them back. So everybody cleared their guns at the tube, brought them back, set them down in front of them. This gal had gone to the range, qualified, barely, and now we're in briefing, and he picks up her gun and it's completely fouled, just gunked up. It it had at least not been clean since range, if not for several ranges. Jesus. Right. That was the first problem. Then he looked at her magazine, and the magazine that was in the gun had ball ammo from the range. <laughs>
1: Sweet.
0: Then he asked to see the other magazines oh that God. were in her belt. They both had ball ammo, and one of them was half empty. At least there was no dummy rounds in there mixed in. So this gal had we, – we we did the math. That was the range where she had been like – she qualified, boom, 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 boom. She didn't stick around to clean her gun. She's like, oh, I got to get my kids from school. I'm out. And she threw her stuff in her bag and bounced from the range. I'm like, okay, no problem. So she bounced, but never cleaned her gun. Never swapped out her rounds for duty Mm -hmm. ammo. Didn't top off her mags and never checked for a whole month. Working patrol like that. Oh, good Lord. Everybody wants to be a cop till it's time to do cop shit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, clean your weapon.
3: Yeah. To this
0: day, we all begged because, because we didn't know if she got disciplined or if there was anything, but I mean, you know, they, they're like, Oh, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. So I, there, there's a, that's what I said. There's a, there comes a point in your career where I think you look at other agencies response, your own partner's response. You look at all those things and you kind of start to get that. Oh my God. Like I thought we were all on the same page. I thought everybody was cool, like we were all doing this job together. For you, it's another agency shows up, and they treat in the middle of a fight. They're like, "Hold on, can everybody just time out a second? Game off, okay? Just, just everybody freeze. Give, give me a briefing. Brief me on what we've got before." Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and to give it a little bit of a a slight
2: background, um, you know, San Fernando has kept a, a certain reputation, um, you know, for God knows how many years they've, you know, was it. It's 1911. I think that's when they were in court. The city was incorporated. Yeah. Um, That's how I remember it. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, so they've been around a long time. So they they had a certain, you know, they they kept that city the way it was. And even though it was a shithole, that city was kept in check because we didn't take shit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, LAPD fucking got walked all over. LAPD hated when we would show up. To yeah. like if, if we heard a backup come out or a help call come out and we would go, we'd show up and start fucking everybody up. <laughs> LB. And, oh my God, San Fernando's yeah, here and they're no, not I'm wearing serious. name tags. I'm serious. A hundred percent. They hated it. They absolutely hated it because they had to sadly answer for a lot of the stuff that we did on their, you know, incidents or whatever. Um, but, you know, I think the, the beat co- and
3: release program.
2: Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. core group of guys over there and, you know, they, they liked us. They, yeah. they really did. It was the command staff that, right. that did it. Oh, of um, course. The real
0: but, rank and file cops. Yeah. Loved yeah. you guys.
2: Yeah. 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 Right. Um, but uh, what I was going to say was, like, you know, I got to give credit where it's due because there was a lot of issues in San Fernando. But where there was no issue was that everybody threw down. Everybody fought. There's not one person that I could possibly say that I remember and or can think would not fight. Period. Right. But that's just the, that was the culture there, right? Well, you ha- you I, I get,
0: I'm guessing you wouldn't make it off probation if you uh, you wouldn't make it a month. But in you might not make your, it at home, right? Yeah, like yeah, okay. it was just it was it was constant there. But anyways, like, so things go th- shit rolls downhill, and right af- right after I moved away, or right before, I can't remember which April. Okay, so right after, <clears throat> right after I moved away. And I remember moment. it was literally like weeks before or weeks after. So it's clearly weeks after the final straw happens.
2: Yeah. The final nail in the coffin.
0: The, the, well, no, let's not use that <laughs> fucking phrase for this incident because God damn it, dude, I know I've dodged it a few <laughs> times. Shit. Yeah, okay.
2: Go ahead. It's true. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So let's see. All right. So final straw uh, for leaving finally just saying, fuck it. I'm out. Um, so, San Fernando obviously was a small department, small city um, working on some staffing issues, so we didn't have a full-time gang unit. Um, so my partner and I took it upon ourselves to do that along with our um, normal patrol duty. So we kind of kept tabs on all the gangsters and, you know, we did our things with, with mission gangs and foothill gangs and whatever else. Right.
0: So anyways, those are the local areas for people that don't you know, know. San y- Fernando's got the mission Hills area, the foothill yeah. area. These are all different areas around the city. And those are gangs in that area. Right, Right. 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 So, um,
2: so uh we're out that night, we're doing our we're doing our gang thing, blah blah whatever. Um, we're kind of I would say ju- we were just north of the center of our city and a shooting call comes out at the south end of our city. And when you do Wait, this job, uh yeah, I know weird. What? Yeah, weird so weird that it was the south end. Um but you know, you do this job long enough and you could tell just by the way things are being broadcast that It's good. It's good. Yeah it's a good it's shooting. Legit. Yeah. Um and so the call came out as a, a basically a shooting had just occurred, uh, and then actually another call came out of a, just a shots heard in the area. But a shooting had just occurred. The RP did not see the shooter, however, saw a brown uh, older model '90s van fleeing the location. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, because of where this shooting had taken place, um, and because of just certain comments of the call, um, you know, we we were like, okay, this is good. Now, this is at the south end of the city. We're at more towards the north. There's only two main arteries that connect the south end of the city to the north end of the city. So we're like, all right, if this dude bounces northbound, he's got to run into us if we choose the right way. Right? So, um, so we're like, fuck it. We're going to take this street and we're going to just start cruising south and see if this guy, see if we see anything that looks like this coming our way. So, um, I don't know. We must've been driving for 20 seconds, 30 seconds, and then, Pretty much, and this is what ten something at night, maybe. I think so. Before before
0: midnight, we had to get a little drink break and uh, equipment break yeah. because we had we about had a microphone fall over. So technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. It, it, you know what it is? We're improvising. Yeah, and dude, just <laughs> shove it in. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wait,
2: why so violent? <laughs>
1: All right, spit on it first. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Must I do everything for you? <laughs>
0: anyway.
3: anyway.
0: Um, so you, you know it's legit. So, you know it's legit.
2: Yeah, so this was about, I think it was around 10, 1030. And about, the, the description, night, description comes out, and you, you
0: guys, guys no sooner hear day. the
2: description. So, yeah, we, we hear the the brown later, you know, 90s model van. And what? In the 90s, they only, had, they only made two vans. It was like an Astro van and a caravan, right? Something like that. The Aerostar. So I, let me guess.
1: Multiple calls came out, too, of the shooting, right?
2: Well, there was only two. Only two. Um, one was the person that said they saw the van, and then one person called and just said they heard shots fired. Oh, got it. Um, so, we so we must have been driving
0: for... <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys see... No, so- no sooner do you hear the broadcast, you see... The shitbox van. The shitbox van, which, because there's well, only like two kinds of shitbox... Well, like I,
2: well, yeah, like I said, I mean, we're you, know, the, you have the two main arteries that run north-south that right. connect the north-south, you know, whatever ends of the city, and so we picked one... And we might have been going southbound for maybe twenty, thirty, forty seconds before, sure as shit, a brown nineties van is coming northbound right at us. Right. And you know, again, it just has to do with like having that sense and you know, doing this long enough and you're just like, fuck. You and know like when the, you're the, like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the hair stand up and you're like that spidey
1: sense kicks
0: fuck.
2: in. And I didn't even see the Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle. I was driving, my partner, my female partner was was a passenger. So I didn't look at him. Really I didn't shotgun want to make shells it loaded properly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to look at him. So I just kept driving, but I was, I was like, fuck dude. I was like, that's it. And I looked at her and I was like, and right when I was saying that's it, she's like, spin on it. I'm like, yeah. All right. Fuck. Yeah. I'm spit like, on it. <laughs> <dollin>. <laughs> We're swinging on it. All right. So, you know, so we turn around, I black We're out, I turn around. Harder. Yeah. Right. Um, so I black out, I turn around, he makes a left down a residential street and he made a left and then a hard right. And I don't think now afterwards, at the time I thought he saw us, but afterwards he didn't see us. He just happened to live there. Um, So he made the left, I make the left, and right when I'm making the left, he made the right. And so I come around the corner to the right, Well, what he had done is right when he turned, he stopped. So as I'm coming around, I go around, and I stop. And I'm like, oh, fuck, get out. Because I didn't, I would... I didn't know if he was waiting ahead, you know, to ambush us or whatever, so I just fucking we'll, we'll bail out. So my partner gets out, and just to give a picture of this, this street is supposed to be a two way street, but the cities are so compact and so tight that you know you basically got, one lane. It's basically right. a lane. Um so everything's very close together. My push bumper is at his B pillar Holy on the shit, driver's side. Closer. No shit. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. So I'll give you guys a picture. You do want to post it You yeah, can.
1: Pucker Factor Central.
2: So so I stop. She bails out. Um, she goes around. I start putting it out. She yells at me. She's like, John, I got it. And I was like, cool. So now I'll just deal with asshole. So she's going around the van, um, putting out the plate and where we are. I'm coming around the push bumper of my Oh, I'm coming by the engine block and I'm looking. I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody in there. Now also, very fucked up lighting. Like I mean it's you couldn't see shit. So isn't San Bernardino's those fucked up is this daytime? No, it was no, this night. Nighttime.
0: Yeah. Nighttime, right? yeah, nighttime. yeah. yeah. So is yeah. that they had that those fucked up orange ass yeah, the old street ones. lights <clears> the <throat> that, that they like that's what I'm like the They do don't, don't illuminate <laughs> shit. They no, just make just it like yeah. hazy orange bullshit. Pretty much they like, like cast ugly. shadows and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. They make more
1: noise than so, Yeah. They make more noise than they generate <laughs> light. In your mind you're like, well, asshole Pro- looks so, like asshole build i'm gonna we're gonna clear this shit real quick because we have to put up a perimeter we're gonna put up a
2: perimeter correct right Great. yeah yeah um so i don't see him i tell her i'm like hey i don't see him in the car to make sure she's aware and as i'm coming around i i probably got i was past my push bumper and i was pretty much almost on the window and i could see the light of his eyes in the seat and i stopped and i was like let me see your fucking hands and because his window's down I, she said, I told, as my partner told me afterwards, she said that I told him to put the window down. I don't remember saying that. I just remember seeing the window down. Um, and he looks and he's looking at me. He's like, fuck you. I'm not showing you shit. And I'm like, dude, let me see your fucking hands. And I didn't want to start stepping back because I had a good platform and I was slowly getting my gun out and I was just like, oh shit, here we go. This is about to happen. It's that, and, that that constant lives- risk
1: versus reward, whether I lose the ga- ground
2: I've already gained,
1: mm-hmm. or I go back and now I can't. see Yeah, him. but
2: in this case, in this case specifically, he had me. Right. He had me. There's no doubt in like, I mean, I have certain skills to a certain degree, right? Right, and more than that, asshole. No, at this point, but it's, it's- yeah. yeah, but right, it, right, but he had me.
0: Right. So um, let me ask so- you, it, 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 do you feel in your mind any retreat would have? Triggered him to... I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like... I be triggered. I I
2: just felt like in the moment, even though I knew I was fucked, I was like, I can be accurate as fuck right now, and I might take a round, but I'm going to end this. If I start retreating and he starts shooting, I'll hit my bumper, I'll fall. You're going to make it worse. I I didn't, you know... Right. So he lifts up his left hand... He puts it on the steering wheel and he does this. He starts going down, Uh-oh. and while he's like moving, he's reaching for, for those of you
0: can't see, it's like oh, he's yeah. reaching
2: so, for the emergency brake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So as he's doing that, his attention kind of moves down, so his head moves, and that's when I retreat to my, to the uh so behind my engine block. And by this time, my partner's already putting this out. As he's uncooperative, we have we pro- we now know that we have the right guy. Right, right. Um I'm giving him commands. I now move to the trunk of my vehicle. So now I'm looking over the passenger side of my vehicle at the back of his head and I'm giving him commands like you know let me see your hands let me see your hands and all I see is his head continuously going down I see his shoulders moving and his arms moving I knew he was loading a gun I knew he was doing it like I, I couldn't see that's what he was doing but I knew just by the way he was moving he was loading a gun you know those movements that's yeah. the thing
0: you you've seen enough people on the fucking range. You yeah. Know, like you're now that's years of experience. So, right. So I'm telling, so like I'm we yelling at her
2: knowing your experience, knowing your, yeah. so I'm yelling at my partner to get better cover and you know, I love her to death. Um, you know, and I could tell in her eyes, like, cause there's certain things that you just, you know, when you work for someone so long and then I'm screaming at her to get cover, like she knew something was about to happen and I could see it in her face. And you know, prior to this, um, you know, obviously, I have you know whatever, you know, military experience and deployment, and I had been in a previous shooting prior to this. But regardless, it's still a fucked up situation, and I knew that she was counting on me to start making the right decisions because she was kind of right, hung out right. to dry a little bit. Right. Um. So she bails behind a car, and now units are starting to show up, and I'm and I'm telling people on the radio, I'm like, hey, I'm way too close to this guy. I'm the only one that can give you guys cover. So I need everyone to set up and then I need someone to cover me to get me the fuck out of here because I am, if he gets out, I mean, we're just going to exchange rounds right next to each other, basically. So, um, so he's still doing his thing. Uh, Supervisor gets on scene, gets a less lethal out and basically is yelling at me. Hey, I'm going to start pumping the car full of less lethal rounds. When I start doing that, you move. And I'm like, no problem. So boom 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 he's shooting over me and I move I only move like 10 feet because that was the next car right right so now I'm behind the engine block there's probably about 20 feet 20 to 30 feet away from this guy and I'm looking over the engine block directly through his driver window does that make sense so now I see the side of his face right Right. I'm the only one that can see you're kind of on on his oblique almost no directly to his left Directly to his left So oh, so literally 90 the, the closest angle to car him. to me was actually running forward slightly.
0: Oh okay, so so they're not parallel to you, they're ahead of you, and you are now next to him. What do you mean? so I'm, I'm, I was I was imagining you were retreating and then you were at a diagonal, but you're retreating, so I had to kind of retreat forward, right. It's like that a, tactical – so you're, you're getting a tactical, like, triangle on them. It was an L on one side. Right. Yeah, we right. created an right. L, Okay. okay. So, so the other car was too far forward. Okay. Now I get it.
2: So, um, like I said, when you see the picture, it'll make more sense. Right. You know, but uh, – so now I'm looking over – so to set this up, I tried to do my best to make sure I had a stable platform to shoot on. Um, I got both my elbows, as, but as low as I can be on the hood of the car, my left elbow is on the windshield of the car. that I'm taking cover behind and I'm looking at him and I keep giving him commands. I keep giving him commands. He's obviously not complying with anything. Um, They're trying to coordinate, you know, more units. My partner comes now running with an AR and I remember, and I, and now luckily I didn't need it. uh, But I kind of wish I would have, I remember her saying, do you want the AR? Mm. And I wish I would have took it because obviously way more accurate. Right. right? Um, But you're probably in your mind, you're like, well, fuck! If I put my gun down,
1: he might. Yeah, that was part of shooting. it, but
2: I was also trying to get people coordinated the right way, and right. also get more. I need. We want. I was like, Ah, dude, I need a fucking dog. This no, is but be there a fucking comes slot a point call out. where
0: no matter what question they ask you, the answer is sh- 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 shut up. I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah. yeah, we're asking all this stuff, right? And so, anyways, I remember going, "Sarge, get us the dog here," and then uh, someone. So I think he requested a dog. And then I go, hey, do you have any ferret rounds? And for people that don't know what fa- ferret rounds are, it's you could shoot them out of a, a less lethal shotgun, and it's just basically pepper spray or pepper powder or whatever, right. um, in a in a capsule, in a, like, yeah, in a shotgun yeah. shell, basically, right? But they work really well. So I was like, hey, do you have any of those? It's you like
0: can... a pepper ball gun out of a shotgun. Yeah. So yeah. I was like,
2: hey, do you have any of those? That you know, at least it might fucking blind him. And he goes, nope. <laughs> and <laughs> and I you go, hey, nope. <laughs> and I literally go, fuck. And you hear it on the, like, or on my recording, I'm like, fuck. And I, and I, because I had to keep kind of adjusting the way I was a little bit. Um, and I said it one more time. I was like, let me see your hands. And the second I said hands, I just see the white of his eyes. And then the only thing I remember is looking down the barrel of a gun. And I don't know how to explain the way, I mean, people just know how adrenaline works and people know time slows down and, you know, you see things differently in that moment that gun was the biggest thing in the world. Like a fucking right. cannon. It was huge. Right. I mean, was looking in the barrel of the gun. Now, keep in mind, I already had the drop on him. My gun was already pointed at him. He got three rounds off. I dumped. Jesus. He got three rounds off. Uh, the first round, and I remember this specific... So I remember the gun being in my face, and my eyes were like, what? Like, you know, like a fucking cartoon. Like, oh, yeah. shit, here we go. Uh, ooh, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> <Oinks>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, no, Jackie. <laughs>
2: So, and I remember the flash, and then I remember burning on the side of my face from the glass. So, the, the first round had just missed where my, well, hit in front of my elbow, where my, and all the glass had sprayed up and hit me in the side of the face and the neck. So, I remember the burning, but I didn't know what it was from yet. Right, right. Um, so, I, I remember the burning, and then I knew I was shooting at him. Right. Right? So, slide lock, boom, I'm reloading, and as I'm coming back up, he's gone. I could tell, I could see the shoulder. Now, I was not the only one that shot at him. You're um, like he's
0: leaning over for another gun. <laughs> well, I said I walked because I can.
2: I could hear him. I can hear him gurgling. Oh, okay. Um. Like, there, I, oh, no. so it was enough of a lull. You. You. So you, I had. I yelled. Okay. So you know I'm reloading and I'm looking and I see just the tip of his shoulder and I and I'm yelling to ceasefire, ceasefire, stop. He's down. He's down. He's down. I knew I hit him. I knew mm-hmm. I hit him. Yeah, there's no mistaking that gurgle. No. no. Right, and so as no. soon as it did, I I can hear the gurgling, yeah. and I'm like, hey, he's down, and then. I was, I, it's all I were going. I'm like, hey, everyone, fucking reload, because no, besides, <laughs> did bes- you say that? Yeah, oh, that's well, awesome. besides me and the supervisor, right? Nobody else there has been in anything like this before. Oh, so yeah. I am like, hey, everyone, fucking reload their guns, thinking this dude, you know, you never know, he fucking comes up again. I'm he does. It's so, like
0: my son when I play Fortnite. Dad, um, reload, reload. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's reloading, and then you know, I kind of gave you know, I'm calling out names from people that I knew had shown up to make sure everyone was good, right? Um. And everyone was good. Isn't uh, it
0: amazing? Like you're not thinking. You're not. You're you're telling them to reload, and you're calling out their names to make sure they're good. You're not thinking about yourself. You're not assessing your own. It's it's interesting. Well, I here's so here's the
2: scariest part. Well, not the scariest part for me, but the scariest part for my partner. Right. So she does she, the way that she had an angle on the car. She could only see the muzzle flash. She didn't see him. She just saw the muzzle flash. But good enough for her. So she does her business. Well, out of the corner of ice, she sees me go down. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a 1911, so I went through my rounds real quick, so she thought I got hit. Mm, right. And so she said by far and she's been in two shootings. So that was her first one and then she's been in one since. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. Yeah.
0: Well, um, you know the statistics about your first one. Yes, I, I do.
2: I would have been there for the second one if I hadn't come here. Yeah. Oh, I would have been out of my third. Um so uh years, yeah, so she thought hurt. I she had thought I got hit and went down. she said by far that was way scarier than fucking You know what's someone shooting at her. You know what's actually Um,
0: crazy is we've had him on the show, Adam. He took the rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the the call we went on where he where I disappeared, and he couldn't get me on the he he thought I had gone down like that. He said that was scarier than anything. I could only imagine. I can
2: only imagine what 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 that's like. Um, so I mean, so ultimately, um, ultimately, uh, obviously the gurgling. He's down. Whatever. LAPD showing up, setting up a perimeter, not asking Just us what we they're have dead. yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like we're not asking this yeah. time, and uh, we made a. I I was I was one hundred and ten percent sure he was dead. Um, and uh, so we made two contact teams and came up, and here was the trippy part:
1: <laughs> if
0: he's not dead, he will be by the time we get there. Yeah, now, before so,
1: before you start, let me yeah. ask you this: <clears throat> when you saw that gun, it's two part. When you saw the gun. In that barrel pointing down at you, did it take your, your second to be like, is he fucking pointing a gun at me? Oh, he's fucking pointing a gun at me! And two, when the round that first round cracked off, was it the loudest bang you have ever heard?
2: So, like, both okay. So I guess the second part first. Both shootings I've now been in, I had auditory exclusion. I did not hear anything. Really? Yeah, I didn't hear anything. So until I, I was yelling at everyone to stop shooting, I didn't hear that's
0: shit. When your hearing came back, because um, I was
2: because in mine when the guy shot at me.
1: Um, I heard there was like a fucking cannon going off, but I didn't hear any of my rounds.
2: Yeah, no, I, I didn't, I didn't hear any of his, I didn't hear anything. No, I, my, I feel like my brain reverted to the burning. Like all I, I just was feeling burning.
0: Yeah. I Um, I remember, I don't I didn't hear anything. I just remember seeing a windshield explode. Yeah. Like I saw a gun come up and I saw when she'll explode. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously so, yeah, I didn't the, hear anything. The,
2: either. You're, I mean, you're going to go what into your primal state, right? Yeah, like it's right. going to go into like what you need to survive in that right. moment. And, vision is more important. And vision than was right. what right. it was.
0: Um, So we, so, uh, so, no, I, I didn't hear. So let me back up to the first point. Then when the gun comes up at that point, you had, you had prepared yourself. It sounds like there was no doubt in my mind from the moment had that a gun, period. Well, no, I, I knew
2: this was ending in a shooting. Right. I knew it. Okay. I knew it. Like, I just... You could see it in you his eyes. Like, you know, yeah. You don't...
0: So when, you were just... Basically, it was at the... Say when.
2: It was just a matter of when it was going to okay. happen. Yeah. So right. that's what I mean. It's like people don't... Not, you know, not everyone understands that even though I was ready, it still takes your time. It still takes your brain time for things to process. Yeah. You know, I thought... The second I saw it, I started shooting. Because well, I probably action did. Action beats reaction every right. time.
0: You can't dictate when he's going to decide... To say when, sure, right? Sure. It's not the old west. Like as much as we would love it to be, like draw, you know, sure. and we we say the word and then we both draw and whoever's faster wins. Sure, that's not the case. The case is is that we are defenders. We are, we we are reactionary in a lot of cases. Correct. Right. He dict he had to dictate the actions, and so you knew. Even though you knew what was coming, you couldn't start it. Right. You just had to finish it. Right.
2: So we we make two contact teams. We come up on the car. He's obviously dead. The trippy part was there was no gun, and I knew there was a gun. I, he fucking shot at me. Like, I fucking I knew. I
0: saw it. and I then was, felt
2: it. It was the most.